Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 20 years ago, I was banned from my homeland. I was classed as a madman, a charlatan. The home for nerds, geeks, and freaks. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Home. I have no home. Hunted. Despised. Living like an animal. The jungle is my home. Well, actually, Florida. That does describe Florida right there. The jungle is my home. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Right next to me is... Kimmy! I got one thing! And welcome to episode 539 of the Riley and Kimmy Show, the place to escape from all the big bad things or just the all the things that are confusing out in the world. We are confused ourselves, but we are basically the the uh, the the ringmasters of nerdum. And that, that's what happens when you enter our tent. Uh, we entertain, give us 30 minutes and we'll get you away from all the things that are troubling you. And we're here all the time. That's right. New shows every single day. People ask us about that. No, uh, we don't do this just once in a while or once a week or once a month. We do this every single day. That's right. There are a ton of shows in front of this. 538 that are all archived and available for your listening pleasure at any given time because we are mobile and global. We are the Riley and Kimmy Show. How is Kimmy doing after her big dog nap before the episode here? Great. All, everything, you all energized, ready to go? I am. You, you can keep up, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have to, because we're going to be talking about something very fast here. This is the part where I'm supposed to do the whole intro thingy. Barry Allen, fastest man alive, but you know all that already. That's right, he is fast, but not fast enough for me because his show needs to be on right now. I'm ready to go. I'm ready for season two. Aren't you ready for season mm-hmm. two? I am of, of The Flash. I am so excited about that. And, uh, you know, of the ones that are coming, there's only one other show that's on CW that I, I care about. That I'm going to record. Okay, first of all, The Flash is going to be making his debut on, let's say, Tuesday, October 6th, between 8 and 9. That's The Flash season premiere. And then 9 to 10 is iZombie season premiere. And then Wednesday, October 7th, 8 to 9 is Arrow season premiere. And let's see, 9 to 10 is Supernatural season premiere. All right. Now, that's one I care about outside of The Flash. I do not care about the arrow. Mm-mm. I am done with it. It's Me over. Neither. It jumped a shark in three. Uh, two is the best of the season so far. I hey, sorry guys. I know a lot of my nerd friends are they're really on board with that show, but I am not. I'm done with it. Gone. Done. Mm-hmm. Don't care. Don't care what happens whatsoever. So uh, you know, if it gets better, let me know. And I really, you know, don't really care about the spinoff thing with the Adam and all that. Mm-hmm. You know, although I tell you what, I do like Captain Cold, the character Captain Cold. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, matter of fact, you know what's kind of strange? I saw him. Uh, I was zapping through, and I did not write it down. I didn't uh, jot it into the phone. Uh, I saw him in a movie that probably was about five years old, maybe five years old. And I need to pull up his filmography to see if it's even listed. And it was on one of the obscure channels, and it was him. And how do I know it was him? It's his voice. Mm. It's like, you know, I'm like, wow. His read, you know, his delivery. I was like, oh, that's Captain Cold there. So, I, I, you know, I'm, 
I'm curious on him. I mean, I'd like to see him in other work mm-hmm. and see what he's like. Also, I wish he'd some uh, promoter would book him for a show around here. Mm-hmm. I'd like to meet him. That'd be yeah. kind of cool, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. So there you go. The CWR uh, list. We have the entire list available right at our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. And from right there, you'll be able to uh, set your DVR for those upcoming fall shows. Be like me. Set it ahead or you will regret. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman. 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 Well, there's only going to be one Batman in people's minds real soon. Now, you know, if in the animated world, for me, actually, the Batman of all time, one of them is uh, probably Kevin Conroy. But there will be somebody who will be taking that mental, who, who will be the Batman, and that person will be. You better get used to it because it is Ben Affleck. Now, according to what culture, he's going to be donning the cape and cowl a whopping five times before the decade's out. Five times, Kimmy. Mm. We'll first see Batfleck in the next year's Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Now, while leaks from location shooting of Suicide Squad reveal the Dark Knight is going to play some part in Task Force X's adventures, then you have Justice League Part 1 and Part 2 coming in 2017 and 2019, which will hinge on the Cape Crusader as much as his new super friends. That's already four goes in four years, but recent rumors suggests that the standalone Batman movie, thus far only titled The Batman, set for November 2018 release, Ben Affleck is to be the director. Hmm. And that's one of the reasons there was a holdup uh, for negotiations for him to take over the Batman role back a ways. But, uh, and I am really looking forward to that. I know some people are saying, oh, you know, no, I mean, I, even him directing that film. I mean, I think that is so way cool. I mm-hmm. mean, I am just so happy to see that. And we got more information about that What Culture article on him and uh, being a, uh, a bat fixture, if you will, for a while, right on our website. And that is RileyandKimmy.com. Just a good old boy. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the, the Dukes of Hazard they're uh, having some rough times now. You know that, Kimmy? Mm. Now, according to Variety, pay attention here, you toy collectors. There is a big change in the world of toys when it comes to a certain thing. Warner Brothers Consumer Products Division has decided to cease licensing replicas of the Dukes of Hazard character General Lee vehicle. That's the car with a Confederate flag on the roof. As efforts to remove the flag from State House grounds and other public spaces gains momentum in the wake of last week's shootings in Charleston, South Carolina. Quote, Warner Brothers Consumer Products has one licensee producing die-cast replicas and vehicle model kits featuring the General Lee with Confederate flag on its roof as it was seen in the TV series. We have elected to cease licensing of these product categories, said a spokesman for the studio. Now, Dukes of Hazard, the TV show, the original thing, ran from when to when, Kimmy? What years, and give me the network it ran on. I know you sat in front of the TV set and watched it. And tell me what nights it originally aired on. 75 to 78. Okay, you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> it ran from 1979 to 1985. Oh, wow. Yes, a little bit longer than what you'd think. And what network? NBC? CBS. NBC okay. was up against... Do you know what it was up against at NBC at that time period? Real close to that time period? Not... It came before the show, but it eventually would have a rival. I have no idea because I never watched it. NBC threw Knight Rider against it. Oh. Eventually. Okay. 79 to 85. Ran on CBS. Uh-huh. All right. And the next question for you is, 
The car. Mm-hmm. What color was the car? Orange. See, you never saw the show, but you knew what color the car was. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me what kind of car it was? I can give you this much. It's the same kind of car that Stuntman Mike drives in the latter part of Death Proof. Uh, Plymouth Charger? Dodge Charger. Do- Dodge Charger? Yeah. Plymouth Challenger is what... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dodge Challenger is what uh, she, was, uh, she was driving. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Dodge Charger. Okay? Remember yeah. that? that? That's what it was. Okay. It became a movie. Do you remember what year it became a movie? Jessica Simpson. 92? Took over, no, Jessica Simpson took over the role. Remember of uh, the Daisy mm-hmm. Duke thing? Think about that. 1992, Jessica Simpson. No, no, no. That's too early. It is? Yeah, 2005. That's when that thing uh, was oh. in the theaters. wasn't actually that long ago. Retailers like Amazon, Sears, eBay, and Walmart announced Tuesday that they would no longer sell products featuring images of the Confederate flag. So you have a problem right now if you uh, have some of those toys right there. That's a good question. You know, I do not. I've never owned any Dukes of Hazard anything, to be quite honest. Had no interest ever in that TV show. Uh, I mean, zero, zip, and uh, anything from it, mm-hmm. collect it. So, you know, what to do with the items, that's a good question. You know, if I did have some of those in my collection, I would probably, if I could repaint them, and I'm not kidding here, if I could, you know, get that emblem off of it somehow, then I would donate it to charity. Mm. That, that that would, I think, would be the coolest, best thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, and pick whatever charity that accepts things, you know, you know, you know, whatever, it's a humane society or whoever, mm-hmm. uh, I think that would be a good thing. You know, thrift stores, whatever. Right. And, and get some good out of something that's now deemed bad. But there are individuals who are going to hoard these. You uh-huh. know they are. Oh, sure. And, I mean, and that's going to happen. You know, so that's a little tip there or something to be on the lookout for. Um, you know, I, I bet there are some people right now scouring stores, hoping to find these before they are pulled off shelves. I would assume they're already gone. Mm-hmm. You know, Um and I'm not condoning that, you know, saying to do that at all. Now, speaking of collecting, Kimmy, I had a very good discussion with a very good friend online today. My good friend, Jake, by the way, of Fun King Vintage. He has a fantastic uh, Facebook page. It just revolves around the world of collectibles, things you might find, uh, you know, certain things of memories and stuff like that. And he and I also belong to a private group of collectors and stuff, and we chit-chat. And we had a little... Uh, not a debate, but a little discussion about collectibles. And something I want to point out to individuals, what is a collectible? Because somebody was asking what the value of something was, and um, Jake disagreed with me that it was a collectible. But I, I and, and that's all fair, because Jake is a little different. Now, the reason Jake's a little different is Jake is a dealer, and there's nothing wrong with a dealer. Dealer thinks of things a little differently. Now, how a dealer works, they speculate. They speculate on the future. So they're looking for toys or collectibles, that will be worth something in the future, and they look for those of the past, okay? And they look at them not from a collectible thing that they want it for their collection. It's, does this have resale value? Mm-hmm. And can I, example, can I buy it for uh, $25, and can I sell it for 40 mm-hmm. That's their, their world. And you know what? We owe them as collectors because they do the legwork, they find stuff, they go to estate sales, they go to yard sales, they dig through, I mean, not saying Jake would do this. <laughs> they dig through garbage, okay? Not saying he's done that. Mm-hmm. Not saying he's went through dumpsters before. Uh, you haven't done that, buddy. Anyhow, I've known those that have, okay? And that's great. And so they, it, so when you go to their tables at certain conventions or things like that, there's a reason something's priced the way it is. 
Okay, then there's the, just the plain old pure collector, the person that collects because they love it. Okay, and then that's what a collectible can be too. A collectible can be something that you have a passion for because of a memory, because maybe you're trying to collect toys that you had as a child, or in my case, toys that were either destroyed as a child because they were when I moved as a, a kid. My mom burned all of my toys, threw them away, and uh, and I didn't have that many toys because you know we we were not we didn't have cash. Okay, so I got a lot of hand-me-down toys. And I was lucky just to have toys from working as a kid to get get the toys. So I tried to recollect that and build around that, you know, that I, what I didn't have, or you know, or add to those that I that I lost. There are people like me that way, or they see some item that they had a lot of fun with, you know, they're like, oh boy, whatever, and whatever it might be, that piece of nostalgia, maybe a lunchbox, whatever. They they're getting it not because they're buying it because oh my gosh, this thing might be worth a lot in the next future. So you have that, you know, people who collect because of that purpose but then there's people an example when uh, beanie babies were coming out oh my goodness i better grab every beanie baby that comes out because they're gonna be worth a ton of money mm -hmm. and pop vinyls are in that world i think right now sort of like the beanie baby world of a long time ago it kind of feels that way a little bit and there are people who speculate that x pop vinyl be worth x amount then there's also future toys that are coming out there, there's the individual that speculates okay this christmas this item is going to be really hot so i better buy 50 of them and sell them not because i love that toy but because i want to make money on that toy mm -hmm. so a collectible world kind of rotates swims around different types mm -hmm. okay and i have worked as the dealer type myself in the past i'm not that anymore i i'm just the pure collector okay and, and have fun with but i deal with dealers and i respect their thing too all right mm -hmm. the speculator you know the one is just out looking for the hot christmas toy eh. <laughs> you know uh yeah okay you know i mean that i i i deal with them as well but one of the things keep in mind what is collecting or what is a collectible well the actual definition worthy or suitable for collecting on historical financial grounds or for meeting a personal aesthetic Collectible stamps, collectible china, collectible Beatles memorabilia. That's the official definition. Hmm. So that does fit everything I kind of described right there. So Jake and I kind of are in two different worlds when we look at something. Mm -hmm. You know, he's looking at it. Wow. I don't think I'd buy that because I don't think I could resell it. Mm -hmm. That's what he's telling somebody. Me, I'm like, hey, you found a great find. That's a unique collectible. And you found something, and he did, he found something that was, it's odd. It's an oddity. And that, and that takes me back to certain types of stores. Like we have a very good friend, Jim of Carousel's Collectibles, and his store is just full of a bunch of oddities. And yeah, you know, that world exists too. Something that has a uniqueness to it. And it might not be worth a ton of money. Sometimes it is, you know. But if you're, if you're getting it because it brings back a, a fun memory or it just looks cool, are you treating it like a piece of art? That, that's cool and that's a collectible as far mm -hmm. as I'm concerned. And as I pointed out to Jake, <laughs> is one man's trash is another man's treasure. Just keep that in, in mind, right? Mm -hmm. And by the way, be sure to check out um, Jake's website. That is Fun King Vintage. And we have a link right to our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. Well, a toy? As I suspected. And I know a place where you can find a lot of toys, Kimmy. And matter of fact, the Riley and Kimmy show has been invited to this event, and that's happening in Jacksonville, Florida, coming up just around the corner. Uh, let's see, that's in August, and it is the Retrorama Pop Culture Collectible Show happening in Jacksonville, Florida. Our good friend Ed Tucker and John, they're not related, are throwing on 
this great event they invited us to. Now tell me a little bit about this event that's happening in August in Jacksonville. I know there's going to be some toys and also some famous individuals that will be there. Mm-hmm. It's Sunday, August 9th, and you can meet Rico Browning, the creature from the Black Lagoon, the last surviving universal monster. Back by popular demand. Oh my goodness. Actually, the dude in the suit in, I believe, all three creature movies, Kimmy, for Universal. Mm. He was in them all, and you know what's one of the cool parts? Filmed right here. Oh, in yeah. Florida. Think about that. Filmed right here in Florida. And if I'm not mistaken, our good friend Ed Tucker has arranged to have a screening of that original film. Now, when I spoke with Ed recently in Daytona Beach at a convention, at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention, he stated that he cannot confirm or deny it will be in 3D. He is okay. trying to get it in 3D. I'm trying to get some of those really nifty 3D uh, glasses like Doctor Who wore. You know, mm. David Tennant. Not be, I don't even care if it's in 3D or not. I'm going to wear those glasses. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be. I'm going to be a nerd. Okay. Okay. And what else is happening? Well, you can also find quality vintage, quality vintage toys, dolls, models, comics, GI Joes, music, Star Wars games, TV and movie memorabilia, Barbie, posters. Lego, Disneyana, and so much more. That's a lot of fun that's going to be there. And we had a great time the last event we were at, which was, let's see, that was February, the last show we were at. And this one, I'm really looking forward to it. A lot of our friends will be there. A lot of the vendors we know will be there as well. And you know what? One of the nice things about like Ed's show is the vendors aren't going to hose you. Uh, you know, and it's going to be a fun time. Might be a chance for you to start a collection. You know, and, and find memories. And we have a link to that event right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. And speaking of, by the way, going back to my friend uh, with Fun King Vintage, uh, who has a Facebook page, that's Jake, you know, mm-hmm. Mr. Collector. I am so jealous of him, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. He posted a picture of something he just found, oh, a few hours before we uh, recorded this episode of the Riley and Kimmy show. He found the Amazing Spider-Man, an issue of The Amazing Spider-Man that I, oh, I'd love to have that one. Had it in my collection a long time ago, but somebody decided to walk away with it. You know, it mm. sprouted legs. It's The Amazing Spider-Man 135, The Return of the Punisher. And it's just a cool cover. Uh, each one of the legs of a spider, a giant spider, the Spider-Man, it's behind Spider-Man, uh, basically is a, a snapshot of Peter Parker, Spider-Man's life. Each one of them. And it's got a cool Punisher right at the very bottom. And it's just, it's fantastic. Hmm. Jake, you are the man. <laughs> I mean, and I am jealous of you. And by the way, once again, uh, we have a link right to his thing right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. And we have some nerd things right on our website, too. Movie reviews of the new Ted 2 movie. I know Kimmy's looking forward to that. Also, movie reviews of the new Terminator movie mm-hmm. and Minions. Mm. And two of the three of those reviews are not favorable. Okay. One of them is, and we have that right on our website, which is Riley and Kimmy.com. Oh, yeah, it's now time for a quick uh, health alert for nerds, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. That's right. WFTV Orlando reports obese American adults now outnumber the overweight, according to a study. Hmm. Now, get that obese and overweight. There mm-hmm. is a difference, isn't mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. Most people don't realize that. Now, more proof that the movie Wally might have been prophetic, according to the journal JAMA Internal Medicine, adults who are obese now outnumber those who are overweight. Mm. Now, the Los Angeles Times says the Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis found about 67.6 million Americans over the age of 25 are obese. Wow. And an additional 65.2 million 
are overweight. Mm. So what is that? That's like a hundred and that's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's over 120 some million, right? Mm-hmm. Boy. Okay. Now researchers got their data collected between 2007 and 2012. Think about that. It's 2007 and 2012. So it might mean that those numbers are actually even higher. Mm-hmm. They got that from the National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey. Question for you, Kimmy. The study found that out of every three women, how many are overweight? Two. Two out of every three is overweight. You are correct. You ready for the next question? Mm-hmm. Out of every four men, how many are overweight? Two. Three. 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 Kimmy, you, you saved Ooh. yourself. The study found 37% of women were obese and 35% of men. Mm. Now, that's obese, not overweight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, a variety of chronic health conditions come with that extra weight, including type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and even cancer. So, you know, uh, make sure you uh, check things out. We want you around. We want you to be a healthy nerd. That's what we really, really want. And one of the things I, I stress from a personal aspect, not preaching or anything like this, please just do this one. It's really simple. It's really easy. Test your H1AC. That's your glucose levels in your blood. See if you are diabetic or leaning towards that because that, that animal can do all kinds of things really fast. Not going to preach it to you on this. It just it drives the bus down to uh, some misery. It can. Mm-hmm. But it can be controlled. Catch it ahead of time. Don't be like I was. I was an idiot. And it nearly cost me my life. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And we want you around. And, you know, if, you know, we have more information and that kind of stuff on our website or access to it. And so that's of interest to you. So please, you know, uh, take care of yourself and just just do that that check. That's all you have to do. And by the way, if you don't like to go to a doctor's office, a certain W store does sell two types of that, uh, kits to check the H1AC. One is like an instantaneous check. I think it's a little bit more expensive. It's like 30 bucks or so. And the other one's a little cheaper. What you do is you do a blood sample and you ship it off and then they give you the results. I don't know how fast, if it's a week, month, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then if you are redlining and you are showing, you know, kind of high, uh, definitely please check out a doctor. Mm-hmm. Being a throwback Thursday, today we upload 539. It is time for us to go back in time. Now, on our previous episode, 538, we played an episode of The Adventures of Superman. And we're going to do part two of that. We played part one on the previous episode. And by the way, if you missed it, we have it as uh, isolated, standalone. It's available right on our website right now. You can listen to this, you know, and then join this one right here. Uh, or listen to this one and check that one out in case you missed it. Now, what we're doing is going to March 29th, 1940 with Bud Collier as Superman and Clark Kent. The episode's titled Alonzo Craig, Arctic Explorer. Here's part two on the Riley and Kimmy Show. Up in the sky. Look, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. And now Superman, champion of the weak and the oppressed, valiant fighter for truth and justice, faster than an airplane, stronger than a locomotive, who came from the planet Krypton to walk the Earth disguised as mild Clark Kent, news reporter for the Daily Planet. Kent had arrived in the Arctic ice field, searching for a special expedition sent out by his newspaper, which was headed by Professor Peters and Ray Martin. Peters and Martin had vanished into the wilds of Ellesmere land in an effort to find what had become of the famous explorer, Captain Alonzo Cragg, missing for over three years, but still believed alive. When we last saw him, 
Kent had become Superman and had plunged into the sea to rescue the ship from surrounding icebergs. Barely in time, with superhuman strength, he thrust aside the towering tons of ice and forced a path for the ship to the coast of Ellesmere Land. The story continues today. Some time has passed. Kent's expedition has established a base camp. And he and Captain Walters have taken a dog team out into the icy wastes, still heading north in an effort to pick up the trail of Peters and Martin. This evening, the Arctic night has fallen, and Kent and Walters are discussing whether to remain where they are or strike back toward their base. Walter is gradually giving way to apprehension. Listen. What's the matter? What are we stopping for, Captain? Mr. Kent, I don't know. I can't be sure. But I feel as if something was watching me. Following close behind all the time and watching out there in the dark. Don't you feel that? Well, since you mention it, I do. You was asking me if I was afraid. I am afraid, Mr. Kent. I'm afraid of what may happen. Listen. That's Chico, the lead dog. And he's afraid, too. Look at him. He's standing right up in his harness. They hear things that we don't hear, Mr. Kent. Who's to say that that they don't see things we don't see? Stop it, Walters. Your nerve's gone. You'll have me seeing things and hearing things next. Now, look here. Back on the boat before we made shore, you started to tell me why you sent that telegraph message to Editor White about having to hurry. What about it? Well, what did you mean? Well, I'd found that ring, hadn't I? The one you said Alonzo Craig's sister gave Martin. Yes, I meant to ask you about that. Where did you get it? An engine brought it down to Port Ormond. But he'd never say where he got it. Do you think he stole it? Maybe so. But how? Martin hid it when he left Port Ormond for Ellesmere Land. I know that. Oh, look, Walter, stop beating around the bush. Tell me what you really do think. Great Scott, man, this isn't time to keep things back. All right, I will tell you. I think Alonzo Craig found out where that engine treasure was. The luck of the north. And I think that old witch doctor got him. What? The head of the tribe? The one who never dies? That's what they say. Well, all right. What about Peters and Martin? Who got them? I don't know. I don't know. But Peters and Martin, they never should have come up here. The tribe hates white men. They've proved that before. I understand they're white themselves. Oh, maybe. Nobody knows for sure. Nobody's ever been up here to see. Chico. What's the matter with him? Walters, look. He seems to see something. Kent, he does see something. Up in the sky. What? Kent, look. Good heavens. Walters, what is it? it? It's a man. The figure of a man up in the clouds. The figure of a man in pale green fire. Kent, Kent, look. It's getting clearer. It's tremendous, Walters. It, it's an Indian. It's the figure of an Indian. He's got his hand raised. It's a warning, Kent. It means to go back. What is it? Look, Walters. You stay right here. Don't move. Kent, Kent, where are you going? Wait. Just stay by the sled. Keep the dogs quiet. It's getting brighter. Kent. I don't know what's going on here, but I'm certainly going to find out. There's something in those clouds, all right. Up we go. Up, up. I can't blame Walters for feeling shaky. I've felt the same way myself. Unseen eyes following us, watching us all the time. Now then, into those clouds. Whatever you are, here we come. Queer. Not a thing. Not a sign of Indians or fire or anything else. Just clouds and mist. 
don't understand it. There isn't anything here. Yet I did see that figure, whatever it was. Walters was right. It was warning us away. Well, no use staying up here. Might as well get back down and see what happens next. Down we go again. Down, down. Walters. I'm right here. Well, where have you been? I ran up to that little hummock to see if I could make something out of that thing in the sky. It ain't there no more. Did you see anything? No, not a thing. Well, we see it. You can't get around that. No, I'm not trying to. The question now is, what do we do? I say we go back right now. Oh, it's too dark. We'd miss our own trail. I'd say try it anyway. Do you want to spend the night here? What's the matter? What you looking at now? I'm not sure. Up there ahead through the opening in those cliffs. Can you see anything? Too dark to see much. Looks like a valley opening out beyond the cliffs. Look, Walters. Look through that opening. Don't you see something up there? Don't you? Which way? We... No, I don't see nothing. Look again. Keep looking. Wait a minute. Yes, I do, sir. I do see something, Kent. It's a light. That's it, Walters. There's a flickering light up in that valley. It's almost like a signal light. Come on. Come on. What do you mean? Where are you going? Up there, of course. Man, don't you understand? It may be Peters and Martin. Can't wait. What about that figure? That engine in the sky? Whatever it was, it said, go back. Go back, just as plain as day. Never mind. We're going on, Walters. We've got to. Come on, get the dogs going. Hurry up. Kent, I'm telling you, we better not. Walters, if it is Peters and Martin and they're hurt or dying of starvation, would you want to leave them here to die? Would you? No, no, we couldn't do that. Engines are no engines. Frisco! Chico, up! Get up! Come up! That's the stuff, Walters. I know you wouldn't quit. We'll head right for that opening in the cliff. Look, the light's still there. Come on, get a move on you. Push, get him out. Far away in the darkness of the Arctic night, a faint and flickering signal beckons to Clark Kent and Captain Walters. Under the shadow of the cliffs, on across the crackling ice fields, the panting dog team draws ever closer. And meanwhile, behind them and on every hand, dark forms close in along the trail, slipping silently from rock to rock, hiding behind shadowy blocks of snow and ice. There it is, Walters. We're through the opening of the cliff. There's the light. Uh, it is a light, sure enough. Say, there's a hut there, too. Eskimo Ice House. I can just make it out. All right. This is close enough. Stop the team. Pull up. Oh, oh there you are. Chico, oh, down, 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 down. You think this is close enough? I'll have to peg down the dogs. Sure, we'll walk the rest of the way. Well, that light's still there. Make it fast, Walters. All right. I reckon this will hold them. All right, come on. If it's Peters and Martin, they may be in bad shape. Kent. Kent, the light's gone out. That's so. It was up there on top of the hut. Must have been some kind of a lamp. Ah, here we are. Did you think to bring a light? Yeah, I got my flashlight. Good. There's the door. All right, I'll go first. You crawl in behind me. Careful now. You don't know what's in there. Maybe you better take the light. It's all right. Come on in. Uh, well, say, I don't... Why, it's empty. There ain't nobody here. Martin. Ray Martin. Professor Peters. No use. This is all there is to it. If they was here, you'd see them. But look, there's a whole lot of stuff here. 
Maybe if we got a look at that, we might be able to tell if it was theirs or not. Listen, Kent. Dogs. What's happening? Something's not after them. Kent, you stay where you are. Don't go outside. Don't you do it. Captain, whatever it is, we've got to save those dogs. Do you want to die right here? Come on, out the way we came in, out through the hole. No, don't you do it. Kent, Kent, look. There's a face. A face there at the door. An engine, Ken, an engine. All right, then we know what we're up against. Come on. No, no, don't you see? They set that light. They just wanted to catch us in the heart. It was a trick, Ken. Come on, Walter, stay here if you like. I'm going out. Oh, oh. oh. all right, if you want trouble, you can have it. Just wait till I get outside. Oh, I think you'll try knocking my brains out, do you? Well, come closer and try again. Ah, there we are, out in the clear. Now then. I think I can do better from the air. If it doesn't do anything else, it may start a little bit. Watch out. Here I come. One in each hand. That ought to give them something to think about. There. There. How do you like that? Try to knock strangers on the head, will you? There. Now then, where's Walters? Oh, there he comes. Watch it. Oh, they've hit Walters with a club. But I'll settle that. I've just been playing before. See how you like this. Oh. 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 Now, you're coming around all right, Captain. What? Where am I? Right here, inside the igloo. How do you feel? Kent. Kent, what happened? We were mobbed, Walters. One of your Indian friends hits you over the head with a club before I could stop him. Indians? But where are they now? They're gone, thank you. I told them to go and they went like that. What? You fought them off, but they'll come back. Oh, no, they won't. Not those Indians. I'll forget it, Walters. I've got something much more interesting. If you're not feeling too low... I'll be all right. I got a good thick head. What's up? Walters, you were right and so was I. What do you mean? It was a trap, all right. Those devils meant to get us in here and probably wipe us out. I'm afraid that's what happened to Peters and Martin, too. Kent, what do you mean? I've been searching around. I found something here in the igloo, something mighty important. Can you sit up, Walters? There. All right. Just look here. Look at this. What? What you got there? What is that, Kent? Tell me, what is it? Kent, tell me. What is it? Puddled in the tiny Eskimo ice cabin, Kent and Walters stare unbelievingly at what Kent holds in his hands. The clue that sets them definitely on the trail of Professor Peters and Ray Martin. What is it? And what will happen when they set out tomorrow morning to follow it down? And meanwhile, what of Peters and Martin themselves? Are they still alive? And if they are, can Kent and Walters reach them in time? Tune in next time and follow the story of Superman. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.